Got a great show for you today. I'm just asking for myself and for Giant fans out there. Over the last week and a half or so, every radio show on this radio station has made a point of talking about whether or not the Jets should wait for Aaron Rodgers or try to pull the trigger now if they could to get Derek Carr. We've done hours and hours and hours upon it ourselves. And then this morning, I had an epiphany. An epiphany! I had my first off. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Hi, I'm tremendous. We had a lovely uh, ratings uh, lunch party today at Adora Lay on Hudson Street. Because once again, uh, there is no competition for us when it comes to uh, afternoon radio. Uh, when it comes to sports talk, we're in the eights, they're in the twos. It's embarrassing at this point. <laughs> you should just fold up shop and get another job because you suck at the one you do. Outside of that, of course, I'm in a pleasant mood today. But <laughs> here's my we win, we win, we win. <laughs> and our stomach's won, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so here's, here's the epiphany I had this morning, right? Yes, hit me. All right, there's uh, two things happening happening kind of simultaneously, right? The New York Jets are making a decision on who their veteran uh, franchise quarterback is going to be, whether it's short-term with Aaron Rodgers or a little bit longer-term with uh, Derek Carr. That seems like that's the accepted fact. We're on the same page on that? Yes. All right, the New York Giants are now debating. Well, we're going to bring uh, Danny Jones back. Most Giant fans seem to think that's the right idea, but at what number for how many years? Are we pretty much, is that where we're at? Mm-hmm. So here's just a, a question that uh, I came up with this morning, and I don't have an answer for it, outside of what seems pretty obvious to me. If you're the New York Giants, why aren't you going after Derek Carr? No. See no. that? And that's the knee jerk. No. If you take the knee jerk off for a second. No. Why aren't you people targeting Derek Carr. Because... I don't understand that. I think the Giants and Jets are in very, very different places right now. All right, Giants were in the playoffs last year. Jets weren't. 100%. But I think the Jets have a roster that you feel is really, really close. Where if you upgrade the quarterback position, they're ready to go. The Giants are in the process of a rebuild. And the rebuild was so good last year, they made the playoffs. As Joe Shane even said when he was introduced, we're rebuilding the roster, but we want to be competitive along the way. I don't think at this stage of the process you want to bring in a 31, 32-year-old quarterback making a lot of money with really no room to grow. He is what he is. Like, the appeal of Daniel Jones, as much as you mocked and I mocked the idea of $45 million, is that he hasn't proven yet to be that guy, but that we still haven't seen the full potential of Daniel Jones, who's six years younger than Derek. Fair enough, and I I I don't argue any of that. So we're we're on the same page from a factual standpoint, for sure. But I was talking to former Green Bay Packer James Jones this morning, uh, a guy that obviously played football at a very high level, won a Super Bowl the whole bit, and I respect his opinion. And his opinion, and he's very tight with Derek Carr, Mm -hmm. and actually he texted Derek Carr not to take the Jet job, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Excuse me? Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Yes, he did. What? He texted Derek Carr, do not take the Jet job. Oh, I know why. Because he's probably really close to Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) and he wants Aaron to take the Jet quarterback job. He wants Derek Carr to go to New Orleans. He thinks he can win right away there. Uh, that 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 being the case, actually, also thinks he should go to Indianapolis, uh, which is another story Sounds like for a another day. Brilliant guy. Uh, well, he played in the NFL, though, right? Okay. Maybe his bell got rung one too many times. <laughs> I don't know. But but here's the thing, and I agree with him on this. What's that? Uh, so this is going to become my new opinion. 
You're like, we're not giving, the Giants are not giving Danny Jones 45 million bucks a year. I think we all accept that. I think Danny Jones' his new agents know that as well, right? I'm not giving him 35 million bucks a year either. I'm not giving him $30 million a year. If I'm the New York Giants, Daniel Jones' best year, and it happened in the last 12 months under the watch of Brian Dable, was to throw for 15 touchdown passes. And we can make all the excuses in the world about not having a lot of targets, about the offensive line not being great. He also had the benefit for about nine games of a world-class running back who, uh, without him, they don't win six games. That being said, why, if I'm the New York Giants... Two years, $30 million. Where are you going to get a better offer? And that's the problem Danny Jones has. Yeah. There is no market for well, him. Th- that's the problem with this timetable. So right now you can place franchise tags on guys. Starting today through March 7th. Until March 7th. Yep. Now look at a calendar. That's before free agency. Yep. So it's not as if you can go in a free agency, everybody's negotiating, and then apply a franchise tag. So you almost have to predict what's going to happen. If you decide not to tag Daniel Jones right. and you dare him to go in a free agency, Craig, all you need is one owner to make Daniel Jones enough of a deal okay. and he bolts and you have nothing and where do you go now? But you almost can't tag him because then that entire salary is on one year. No, 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 no. And it makes it impossible to get other guys. But you're making an assumption that once you tag him, that's it. Oh, tagging, then you don't sign him. Okay. Tagging is a Band-Aid. Okay, here's what you can do once you tag a guy. Number one, he now realizes, boy, I got to negotiate with the Giants because if I don't make a long-term deal here, yeah, I'm making a lot of money in one year, but that's all I have. I have one year. Sure, That's option number one. So it's really a negotiating tactic to say you're just talking to us, assuming it's the exclusive uh, franchise tag, and then you got a few months to figure it out. To work out a long-term deal that benefits everybody. Daniel gets more long-term security. The Giants get to work that number down a little bit from a salary cap perspective. The other option is you trade them. Is you say, okay, let's see if there's a market for Daniel Jones. And then that team can negotiate a long-term deal. But to risk free agency on March 15th, as much as I agree with you that I don't think there's going to be this robust market for him. I mean, we could go third if you want to at some point throughout the show today. You you can't come up with two teams – in either conference, that would say if Danny Jones was available right now today, I'm making him a five-year, hundred-plus million-dollar offer. I don't know how smart the Carolina Panthers are. I don't know how Frank smart Reich knows. The, Come on, do you don't think Frank Reich's well aware where Danny Jones is as a guy the, who played? I think the owner is desperate to win, yeah. and I think the owner may say, "Hey, that guy had success last year. Let's bring him in." As compared to drafting what's a lottery ticket, essentially. Yeah, I just I can't. I'm, I'm racking my brain this morning and all day today, going, "You know what? He's right." Like I give Daniel Jones two years, thirty million bucks. You're not getting him for two years, thirty where, million. Where, bucks. Where's he going to get that? Well, who else is giving it? To Craig, him? he'll get more than two years, thirty. What he won't get. It's $40 million a year. Well, we all know that. That's He's not going to get that. Right. So if you tag him while that loses and hurts your kind of leverage with Saquon, because you can't then tag Saquon Barkley, and you risk the fact that he just leaves. He just goes away. Uh, he'd be gone in a minute. A tag is a Band-Aid. That's what a tag is. A yes. tag is... It gives you more time to figure it out. And unlike <laughs> Lamar Jackson, who I now firmly believe will not play on a tag, I'm starting to believe based on you know his Instagram posts of fire coming out of his head and how yeah. disrespected he feels. And the idea, and you brought this up, not me, Craig, yeah. months ago that, uh, how hurt is he really? Can he play? Does he want to play? Is it about his contract? That Lamar Jackson could pull a Le'Veon Bell and say, if you tag me, I'm not playing. Yep. Daniel Jones is not going to do that. No, he's not. 
They're, so they're in different places, you know, even though they're both in their and, mid-20s. Uh, they're just in different places. And the other thing that I think... And they're think, different talents. No doubt. And one's more accomplished than the other, clearly. Yeah. But one thing I think that would happen if you tag Daniel Jones, because it benefits everybody and sometimes smarts wins out, he's going to sign a long-term contract. He's going to make a deal with the Giants that brings down his cap number enough where they've got the flexibility to improve this roster, yeah. and Daniel Jones gets a little bit more long-term security. I still can't really see a scenario where he's not the quarterback of the New York Giants. I agree with you, but it's not going to be anywhere near the number that's out there. Because he, listen, the only reason to give him big money is if you're afraid that another team is willing to. And Evan, I'm telling you, we can go through this if you want. I know you don't want to. There's nobody else out there that I can come up with that's going to lock in on Daniel Jones after a 15-touchdown season and give him, let's say the numbers that are out there that seem acceptable are in the $30 million a year range. Like, am I, are, are we crazy? I just saw this guy have his greatest year as a pro. He threw 15 touchdown passes. But I think others and are And I'm going to give that guy $30 million a year? But I think people Go, are banking. You're effing out of your mind. I think people are banking that Daniel Jones is only going to get better. That if you give him more weapons and not Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James, yeah. that he's going to give you more than what we saw this past year, which I agree with you, is not anywhere near a $35 million a year I'd rather, if I'm the New York Giants, and I, I did, it's, I'm asking myself this question because there's no answer to it. Why are the New York Giants uh, putting all their eggs in Danny Jones' basket when if he had had a mediocre year, we all acknowledge that he was gonzo and they would have been on the market for a quarterback. Uh, okay. Derek Carr is better. Now, yeah. Why not go get him? Because you really think where the Giants are in the kind of building of this franchise, they should go out and sign Derek Carr. I mean, the Giants are two games away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, but do you think that's who they are? I, I like, have such faith this roster, in Brian Dable. That's how much I believe I in that guy. I have a lot of faith in Brian Dable, too, but the roster needs more work. For sure it does. So in, if you lose Daniel Jones or you decide to lose Daniel Jones, it's up to you. You're probably drafting a young quarterback. Or Maybe. you're taking a young guy with upside who's kind of down on their value like a Baker Mayfield and saying, let me see if I can work my magic on him. I think Baker Mayfield would have been just as or more successful this past year with the Giants than Daniel Jones. Maybe. And I can't Maybe. prove that, just my gut well, feeling. Well, you may anyway. find out because if they decide to move on from Daniel Jones, which I don't think they will, yep. I think the route they go is we draft a quarterback and we bring someone else in in the meantime that we're going to try to work magic on. But sure. is that the route you'd rather go down? Like, Would you rather, looking at where the Giants are, and there's still a lot of holes they need to fill. Would you rather use a premium draft pick on a young quarterback that you're developing? Well, okay. to be fair, where are the Giants drafting this year? Doesn't matter. It ain't top 10. Doesn't matter. You're still using a first-round pick. Yeah, but I'm saying, who am I getting at, what is it, 19, 25? 25? What quarterback am I getting at 25 that's going to be my future? But you get, I can't answer that today. I'm sure you draft nuts, guys. Well, wait a second. We see plenty of guys drafted late yeah, no, in the first I know, round. I don't have the name. Guys drafted not, in the second round. I know Stroud. I know Young. I'm not going to Derek gonna Carr was that guy. I know there's a kid in, like, Kansas people are crazy for. No, but I'm not that guy where I'm going to make it up no, like I know of guys that are good. I don't know. I'm not mentioning individual guys because you're right. I'm just saying, is that the route you'd rather go? Will you draft somebody? Here's the route I want to go. I think Daniel Jones did enough to warrant coming back. I'm good with it. I think most Giant fans want that now after the year he had. So I get that. I'm good with it. But I cannot possibly give him $30-plus million a year. He ain't that guy. And I'm racking my brain going, why would I? Now, the Giants haven't said they are either. Right. So this is all conjecture. But if I'm Joe Shane and I did a great job getting about, what, $50 million under the cap, and I know full well I need offensive line help. I need wide receiver help. Obviously, in a bunch of other positions. 
I'm not giving that dude thirty million a year. Well, you're, you're, crazy. Not, you're not giving him thirty million a year in terms of that being the cap number he owns for a year. But if you can make a three or four year deal, and would you bring the cap number down? And you've got the ability after two years to balloon yourself out of this if you don't believe in believe yeah. in him. Then you would make that deal because isn't that the perfect deal? Where Jones is back, two years and an option. That's the perfect deal. I don't think you have to look at it that way because NFL contracts are so fugazi. Right. It could be a five year contract. It's all about guaranteed money right. and your ability to get out of it where it doesn't hamstring your Like cap. Jared Goff and Detroit can part ways right now. Obviously, yes. you just saw Derek Carr part ways. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, by the way, is a year away if he stayed in Green Bay. He could part isn't ways. That, they all have opt-outs. Isn't that what you want in a perfect world? If you're a Giant fan, isn't the perfect world he's back? But I have the flexibility to know that in the next two years, if I don't believe in him, because I did just supply him weapons, I did go out and add big receivers, yeah. and eh, not the guy. That you have the ability to get out of it. Because yeah. you really, at this point, despite only throwing 15 touchdown passes, you really want to get rid of him? Like, as a Giant fan, would you it's really want to It's not that I want to get rid of him. I can't pay him that ton of money. I can't bring myself to doing it. But, Craig, you're getting lost in the money and not the idea that in the NFL, quarterbacks are naturally going to be overpaid. Yep. And it's all about the long-term commitment, not as much what the number says. I just don't understand. Like, I'm not a Giant fan. You're not a Giant fan. Like, where you and I argue over Carr Rogers. Legitimate argument. Uh, for all the reasons that God knows we've talked about enough. But it's funny how Giant fans, you funny people, you, sit back during this whole process and seem quite content that we're going to run it back with Daniel Jones and whatever it takes to make that happen. You guys seem, I don't want to put thoughts in your minds or emotions in your body, you seem quite okay with that. And that does not sound like the Giant fans I grew up with, so... I'm looking at a Giant fan. Yes. Although he's wearing a Yankee sweatshirt today. Yeah. That's fair enough. You're also a Yankee fan. I spilled coffee on my shirt, and this was in my car. So the shirt underneath Lucky has coffee you. stains. Look at you. The benefit <laughs> of leaving sweatshirts in your car. Yeah. You, uh, you're you discontent? You bring him back no. Danny Jones? Well, I mean. Or do you want Derek Carr? No, I don't. Well, no, I want to bring back uh, Jones over Carr. I agree with Evan, but there is a limit. If you heard the bridge show yesterday, I explained this beautifully. <laughs> Did you? I went through this whole uh, dynamic on the bridge show yesterday. I apologize. I but thought, yes, no. I'm not I giving thought him... Tommy was hosting, so I didn't listen. The, the, <laughs> I know. Well, that's true. The one thing I will disagree with Evan, I'm not giving him a tag under no circumstance. The I'm tag not put... is a Band-Aid, though, It's Big also Mac. a $32 million Band-Aid on this year, but full he's... 32 on but the Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac. I'm what, am I gonna do with, what am I going to do with $42 well, million? Just, he's, they're gonna, then they're going to go from the 32 and work out a multi-year deal. Well, then if he signs the deal. The biggest negative to the tag on Daniel Jones is you have lost all leverage with Saquon Barkley, okay? I think it's really related. But there's no way that Daniel Jones and the Giants are just going to have the season play out with him on the tag. They're going to make a deal because it benefits everybody to make a deal. It benefits the Giants to work the number down, and it benefits Jones because he doesn't want to play on a one-year contract. So when I say they're going to tag Jones or it makes sense to tag Jones— it's not that the season's going to look like that. It's that you're using it as a Band-Aid because if you don't tag him yeah. and it gets to March 15th, yeah. there's a decent chance he's gone. And you get nothing for him. I understand that, but he thinks he's worth $45 million. No, I, I don't think he thinks that at okay. all. And that was a uh, a leak that came out, I'm assuming, from Athletes First. I imagine that they're the ones that leaked it. The Giants, oh, oh, in theory, could have leaked it. And by the way... But I don't think at any level anybody in Daniel Jones's life... Family, loved ones, agents, or anyone on the planet actually thinks that he's going to get 45 yes. a year. Think about what Craig asked for in his first yeah. negotiation. I asked, for, I, mean, I asked for a car service. I don't know. 
I don't know. He's been with the and team. And I live for... five blocks from here. Right. No joke. I he, did. He just went on the road and beat a 13-win team yeah, but and had the view... best game of his career. It's not viewed that way. But you way. know what? A Big Mac, here's what I would do. I would absolutely That's how, not how we him, view it. I would absolutely give him the non-exclusive tag because the way that works is he can negotiate with anybody. Right. And if the Giants decide, wow, you got that contract, good for you, you walk away with two, two first-round first picks. picks. I get it. And I think most Giant no fans would admit that. if somebody blew Jones away to the point where you're like, I ain't matching that. If your constellations two first round picks, right? Sign me up. Right? I'm just yeah, glad you added the word away to that sentence. Uh, that being said, you damn right. You take two first round <laughs> picks for Daniel Jones because uh, take everything else out of it. There's not a team on the planet that's going to offer you two first. Well, round think about picks. this, Craig. And yeah. I think this is the perfect comparison. Would the Jets? And the answer is no. I wouldn't. And I like Daniel Jones. Yeah, I would I not. Not. He hasn't. Listen, I I like Daniel Jones. I do a lot. Uh, and he had a good year. But let's not get twisted. He threw 15 touchdown passes, and we could yell and scream all we want about that's a byproduct of not having a lot of good wide receivers. No, 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 hold on. I but the reality st- is that he threw 15 touchdown yeah, passes. Here's why I got to stop you on that, because you've said it like 15 times, and there yeah. comes a point where I got to call you he out. He ran for a few. He ran for how many? Seven. Seven. So you got to tack that on when you're factoring in Jones's impact. Still an embarrassing number. He rushed for 700 yards and that seven touchdowns. Solid number there. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never mention it. Yeah. No, you choose not to mention that. You only mention how many touchdown passes he's thrown, which you're right yeah. about. Yeah. But a part of Jones's game that we can't just shortchange yes. is his ability to make plays with his legs. By the way, I made the same uh, criticisms of Jalen Hurts of being consistent. I don't talk about the 13 touchdown runs he had. I talk about the fact he doesn't throw for a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, but Craig, Craig, Craig. You're acting... what happens to those guys? What? Those guys get hurt. So you don't want Lamar Jackson? I like Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson oh, a lot. all of a sudden your argument gets a... Oh, uh, I like his... Lamar Jackson a lot, and, but and you know what? I don't think he's gettable. Oh, I think he is. I think he is. I didn't think he was a few days ago, but you start to see that you've got Lamar and you got the Ravens digging in. The Ravens are going to tag him. Lamar is not playing on a tag. Well, Lamar wants a fully guaranteed if I deal. May, you know, I, I happen to agree with you on that, but, oh, thank you. I, but I have to say I'm bothered by one thing with Lamar Jackson. And I don't know why I can't get out of my head, but it really truly bothers me to my core. I hear all these people that do what we do for a living on TV and radio who speak on Lamar Jackson like they've ever met the guy and are now uh, making suggestions about what kind of guy he is, what he wants, what he doesn't want, what he did last year, could have played in the playoffs, chose not to, uh, and all this other crap. But I'm like, man, you never met Lamar Jackson. right? You never talked to Lamar Jackson about what's going on with the knee injury, the PCL, right? What he wants contractually. And people talk about this dude like they've spoken to him. I respect whenever and you come haven't. out. I respect when you come out and criticize yourself like that. I respect that. Yeah. Because you were that guy a no, few months ago. I specifically said it's heresy <laughs> to suggest that he blew off a playoff game for a contract holdout. That's not what my notes say. Your notes are wrong. It says, can you believe no, Craig is I questioning I couldn't be you? any more consistent about that. I'm in Team Lamar's camp. So you want Lamar Jackson? Of course I want Lamar Jackson. Willing, would you be willing? Because I think it's fascinating, and unfortunately, time-wise... Who doesn't want Lamar Jackson other than Baltimore, the idiots that they are? Uh, Boomer doesn't want him on the Jets. Beningo doesn't want him on the Jets. Well, There's no plenty disrespect. Of guys. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Okay. If you don't want Lamar Jackson, who's a generational talent, to be the day he gets here, the best quarterback in the franchise's history, which includes Joe Namath... Then you know, I'll let you know if the ball's blown up or stuffed. Yeah, but um, to your point, he yeah, only threw 16 touchdown passes. Uh, he two also years ago. missed six 
years. What are you talking six about? Years. He missed four six games. games he missed me. four games. Uh, five years. No, but you make a big deal about yeah. touchdown passes. Yeah, how many did he throw? <laughs> this year he threw 17. Yeah, how many games did he miss? He missed five. So that's a pace for about 40. <laughs> there you go. He also rushed for only three touchdowns this year. And yeah. but, but would you be willing to give him fully guaranteed money yes. and multiple first-round picks? Hundred percent, yes. Okay, I think if you I have get a, that deal done today, I think if you have enough patience, I think that's the end result. Because I'm no, starting to leave I don't have the tea leaves. Well, then, then, then what do you? I want do? Derek Carr to be signed today. I'm not waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Think I'm waiting? So you're I'm not, not waiting, waiting on Lamar Jackson? I'm not waiting on anybody waiting but Derek on a Carr. Guy who's 26 years old, 26. Yeah. He makes Derek Carr look like a senior citizen. No, I want to. I need a quarterback now. I have no patience for this crap. Give me a quarterback. I want to know who he is. I want to lock him up. I want to be good with it. I want to move on. I cannot do this for three months. I can't bring myself every day to, oh, my God, did Aaron Rodgers say yes <laughs> to Lamar Jackson fart green? I can't do it. So you're telling me that you don't have the patience for February and March would could no. lead to the better results of September through December? I'm, I wish I did. That's why you're a terrible fan. But I love you. I really do. I love you genuinely. I'm not but a terrible you a fan. Terrible I'm just fan. impatient. Yeah. Yeah, but you're looking at you got to look at the greater good. Nah. Who do you want a quarterback? Good. I've been alive in this planet for 39 years. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Who do you want to have quarterback the team? Who gives them the best chance to win a Super Bowl for the next bunch of years? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But you won't wait till potentially May. Okay. I, I won't. Okay. Nope. So go get Derek Carr tomorrow. Uh, Derek Carr gives me a pretty damn good chance of winning it too. But in your opinion, he doesn't give you as good of a chance I as Lamar Jackson. I would say Lamar Jackson won Derek Carr too. That's okay. my order. All right. Gardner Minshew five. <laughs> I'm not sure who three and four are just yet, but I'm working on it. Uh, Anyhow, the phone number to join us, 877-337-6666. I'm sure the phones are ringing. We're choosing not to answer them right now uh, because we have a new guy answering the phones today. Tommy is out today. He's on jury duty. He was hoping to get a murder trial because it pays minimum wage. And uh, <laughs> that's uh, additive income for a guy that apparently now is no longer married to a millionaire and uh, needs the money. He also told me he really wants to do his civic duty yeah. of serving in uh, jury duty. They, we should have professional juries. This is for crazy people. A professional juries? We should have professional juries. You don't think it should be the common man and I woman? I don't. I really don't. Huh. No. So no. you look down on society, don't you? No, I don't. I think it's asinine to have, uh, you know, regular Americans <laughs> sitting on juries. We get a lot of things wrong. Oh, you bet your ass you <laughs> It's do. kind of like one of our founding principles. It's, it's a it's a bedrock of democracy, you might we say. We might have different life experiences. Yeah. <laughs> we might be uh, a little come from a different place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anti-jury. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to laugh a little bit at yourself, right? Yes. Uh, all right, listen, we'll get all your calls. Lots of football today. The New York Mets are being sued by some old guy. Uh, so we'll get to that. The and Vulture. Yeah. Uh, who is it? The Vulture. The, the Vulture? Yeah, he was the Vulture. That was his nickname? Yeah, so what he would do is he would Vulture wins from the starting pitcher. True story. Look is that up. right? Yeah. Oh, he was bad. Isn't that a badass nickname? The Vulture. Not if it's uh, for a bad thing. Yeah, you like vulturing wins from someone. I never heard that term before. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, we got that for you. It's also known as the John Franco. Yeah. I'm just kidding, John. I love you. Wow. Look at you. I'm kidding. Look at you. That's why he don't like you. <laughs> I tell you, John's one of those guys. As old as he might be, he'll meet you out the front of the building. He knows where the building no, is. I know. He'll sit there and he'll wait. Hey, Craig, where's Evan? Pop goes the weasel. Do you know who nicknamed Phil Regan the Vulture? I don't know who show. Phil Regan is. Well, he was the pitcher coach for the Mets, longtime coach. But the guy who nicknamed him the Vulture yeah. is a guy you've heard of. 
Yeah, Gaylord Perry. Uh, go back a little bit more. Phil Negro. The great Sandy Colfax, nicknamed <laughs> Phil Vulture. Phil Vulture. Phil Regan, the Vulture, due to his knack to kind of getting those late inning wins. He's that old? Yeah. That Sandy Koufax nicknamed him? 85. No wonder he got fired. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> you got to be named in the lawsuit. I'm not being named in any lawsuit. You can't agree with the meds. I didn't say I agreed. I'm saying now I, at least I understand the thought process. What's the thought process? You know, we're 85. <laughs> I don't know. He's bothered being sued for age discrimination. Yeah. Phil Regan feels as though he was uh, fired by Brody Big Vagenming. Uh, for being old. He was told. And allegedly yeah. was told by Brody Vagnagaman. Allegedly. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's no tape of Brody going, you're old, get out. I mean, if that tape exists, then just write the check. <laughs> but I assume there's no uh, no tape of that. There's probably not a tape. But we'll get into that a little bit later on as well. And uh, there's a secret topic behind three doors. And later today, Evan, you will pick the door. And uh, based on what door you pick, that'll determine whether or not we talk about mm. a uh, a major t- topic that's happening right now in uh, Sports Talk Radio. Oh. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I'm saying, since when is Aerosmith something we don't play? If this were Aerosmith, that'd be interesting. Okay, well, I thought um, it was. My bad. John Rahm had a good uh, comment after winning a ma- uh, tournament this past weekend that no one cared about because Tiger came in 45th place. He goes, I should remind everybody that if you uh, look at Tiger's career uh, and only take two years out of his career, 99 and 2000, and if you said that was Tiger's only two years of his career, he had 17 wins and four majors. That's more than Justin Johnson, Jordan Smith, and Justin Thomas. It's impressive, man. It shows how dominant he was. That's why people care when he comes in 45th. Yes. And nobody cares about the guy that won it. They also Unless care. that guy's got a hot wife. They also care when he does practical jokes with a friend and then force him to apologize. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, that was fascinating to me that he had to come out and apologize for that. Yeah. Right? And then two days later, we're honoring uh, Carl Malone in front of 20 million <laughs> people on TV at the NBA All-Star Game. He raped a woman. Right. A girl. Right. Not a woman even. A girl. 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Huh? Tiger gave another guy a tampon. Oh, my God. But Tiger... Carl Malone raped a 12-year-old. But Tiger was smart. Standing ovation. But Tiger was smart because why deal with it? Just put it away. Yeah. And by apologizing, even though, yes, we all agree there's no reason to apologize. Was it that? Was like, Just end it. It's like an argument I may have with my wife. There are certain arguments where I'm apologizing and I'm calling it a day. Yeah. I'm not going to argue about if I cleaned up Dudley's matter now. Yeah. I'm just going to say, honey, you're right. My bad. I'm sorry. Well, that, if, I, if I know your wife, that would bother her more. So I shouldn't you're have patronizing said her. I shouldn't have said what I said. What I just said yeah. is not true, by the way. I'm just making yeah. it up. So now you apologize to get her off your ass is what you're saying. <laughs> no. That your apologies don't mean anything. You know something? Why are you getting me in trouble? I'm just saying, you get yourself in trouble. You just minimize the apology. Well, I'm saying there are certain battles that aren't worth fighting. That's I agree. So this, well, you don't apologize, though. Then what do you do? You say, look, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. But I'm not arguing with you about it. Are you? That, that's, that's not that. going to work. Yeah, it is. Big Mac, would that work? If you your answer to your wife who wants an apology say, honey, I'm not the answer is no. Right. Thank you. I'm not Thank saying you. I'm not even wrong. sure what you guys said. The answer is no. I'm certainly not work. apologizing for it. Uh. So let's just move on. 
You've made your point? Yeah. I've heard what you had to say. Yeah. That doesn't allow a move-on moment. I think it does. you got to apologize. No, nah, because you're not willing to walk away. That's your problem. No, I am willing you're to walk engager. away. I'm going to lose, though, and I'm going to make it worse. Why are you going to lose? Just apologize. No. Just no. say, I'm sorry, and That's let's watch no. Seinfeld. Come you on. You apologize when you owe someone an apology. You don't apologize to move on. You make it very clear. Oh, I've done nothing wrong here. Oh, my God. But I'm not going to argue with you all night about right or wrong. Big Mac. So you can feel the way you want to feel. Big Mac, yeah. how cool I'm is going this to thing? watch Seinfeld. Yeah, On a scale from 1 to 10, yeah. like a 12? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, then you guys are crazy. Yeah, it's not you my fault. You always You're in those apologize. kinds of relationships. You always apologize. Thank no, you, Big no, Mac. No, no, You don't. Yes, yes you, you do. do. Because then the apology means nothing. Oh, you're always apologizing. Right? So here's what happens. Let's say it wasn't your fault. Let's say she's just in a bad mood. Like, they're very busy raising the kids, making the beds, cooking food, oh, all that stuff. That they do all day, right? Oh, God. I'm saying the women in your lives, not random women, because they work really hard. <laughs> not a right? Okay, okay. Let's just say that's your story. Or Big Mac's line. And you don't owe her an apology because you did nothing wrong. You say, listen, I respect the fact that you're in a mood for some reason. But I did nothing wrong, and I'm not going to apologize. That being said, I'm done talking about it. Yeah, that's go not going to work. There's this famous song, and I apologize because it is it a, called Sleep on the Couch? It's a, it's a gambling reference, but I'm not using it in terms of gambling. I, I don't mind. you got to know when to hold them yeah. and know when to fold them. Yeah. All right? So maybe you shouldn't I'm bring right. up making the beds and that stuff, though. <laughs> maybe that's not the right time for that. Or that I'm going to Nick's Nets next Wednesday. Yeah, like what'd you do all day? You're like one of those things. They don't <laughs> like that. Much like well, I wouldn't like it if I was a stay-at-home husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we lose that one in particular. What'd you do all day? Talk sports with your friends? Oh. That's true. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, did you call that work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess you can when you're out just apologize. Yeah, exactly. Right? Thank you. Yeah, or live the life of uh, Rosie Perez over here and uh, live with three guys, uh, never go out on a date, uh, make the weather your, uh, your business, and uh, just say, this is my lot in life. It sucks. <laughs> Maybe next time around. It's two guys I live with, not three. Three total, just two. Three total, my three apologies. Total. And I, yeah. uh, apology accepted. Yeah. I like the weather. I like dogs. That's what I like. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Listen, not everybody has to like women. I like women, or too. Or even men, I, for that I, matter. I like women, too. It's okay to be, like, androgynously asexual. I, I mean, I'm not a, that. That's but a fine way to live. I'm not that. I'm just saying but my saying other interests. If you were that, I'm good with it. I, I oh, got, so am I. Sure. You know, I got your back. Yeah, we'd all be good with it, Paul. Yeah. Oh, no, listen, out of anyone here, I know Craig has my back. I fully Almost. have his back. Oh, yes. If he's living the life of an asexual robot. Which I'm not. <laughs> and that makes him happy. Listen, I am legend. Who am I to say that that's not good? When Whatever we, makes you happy. When we were out to lunch, I had my phone on the table, and all of a sudden he glances over and sees like there's this red mark that shows there's an update, that there's some news. And he notices it. It's on the Weather Channel app. And he says, Evan, I, I don't mean to be staring at your phone, yeah. but there's a Weather Channel update. Maybe we should check it. That's my guy. That's why, you know what? I don't leave the house without calling him. I know everything going on with the weather in the tri-state. That's my weather He's guy. all over it. I don't have any apps anymore because I can't afford them. I call him up. Mm -hmm. What's it look like? <laughs> and he goes, what county are you in? He gives me a latitude and a longitude, and I'm always good, always dressed appropriately. He's good for something. Not a lot, but something. But something. Yeah. Here's uh, James and Ron Konkuma. James, what's going on, Tiger? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's an amazing way to start the show. I Listen, I think you're being a little offensive, personally. <laughs> no, no, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Sir, excuse me. You're being a little offensive. And I don't, I, I don't appreciate 
where you're coming from talking about Evan's fandom in that matter. I know it's Evan's fight, not mine, but you're being a little offensive. So, yes, yes, no, yes. He is a loser. I'm with you <laughs> on that. But the way you position it, I frankly think, is beyond what is acceptable on this show, sir. I appreciate you being a Fox. You are welcome. That was very I got nice on of you. Team Evan all the way. Thank you, pal. Scott's in Manhattan on the fan. Scott, what's up? Yeah, what's up, guys? Listen, man, I'm ride or die Daniel Jones. No. Long oh, stop. Time. You're not ride or die Daniel Jones. That's listen, crazy. Hey, I am. I listen, I, we don't want to go into that. I am. Listen, because the guy, you listen, I mean, he's not. Like the greatest, but listen. Right, so why you ride with, or die with the guy that's not the greatest? Because the fact that there's not much out there. I mean, what else, what else do you want? Listen, I'm giving him back. Derek listen, Carr. Listen, listen. No. I don't want Derek Carr. Derek no. Carr's a bum, man. Come no. on, man. You Derek, Derek Carr's, Carr's your guy. You he's love not, Derek he's Carr. He's not a bum, not but I agree. Guy. You don't want to move on and from Jones. I'm not going to take him over Daniel Jones. Listen, and, okay. I, and another thing you guys said, which I agree with, they know, we know, and he knows he's not worth forty-five right. million. But they're going to restructure. We all know that. Listen, so he, they're going to restructure. He know he doesn't have much where to go. Let me ask you a question. So, I'm just going to yeah. go through a couple names. We'll go. We'll do this fast, okay? I'll say okay. a name. You just say yes or no. Fair. Fair. Ryan Tannehill. No. Fair. Excuse me. I'm asking Scott. Not I'm you. I'm helping Scott out. Scott no. don't need any help. Scott, would you say yes or no to yes Tannehill? Yes or no, Tannehill. Fair. Fair. What does that mean? No, no, I'm saying I'm going to give you a name to replace Daniel Jones. You say yes or no, okay? See, I was explaining oh, yes the no. game. I said yes, 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 I'm sorry. You yes, said, yes, yes. Ryan Tannehill, you said yes. Yes. What? Bang. Wait, wait, hold on. How about that? Scott, you started the call by saying <laughs> ride or die Daniel Jones, and then you just dumped him for Ryan Tannehill. No, I wouldn't. Don't, he said he just he said threw some names out there. Listen, I tell you, I mean, listen, I'm gonna dump him. But he said yes or no. Yeah, but no, 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 Scott. If you if your answer and I respect it, if it's your answer, like I'm not like <laughs> Scott's my I'm guy. I'm not lecturing you here. If you really believe Ryan Tannehill's a better option, yeah. then why would you call us up and say ride or die Daniel Jones? Yeah. That means you probably want to no, dump see, his I ass. I didn't think he structured to say he's a better answer. He just said he said yeah. He throw some names out there. So I said right, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it <laughs> I'm going to throw another name out there because God knows how you're going to answer this one. You ready? Go ahead. Go. Gardner Minshew. Oh, my goodness. No. You say no to that. Interesting. So he says yes to Ryan Tannehill, no okay. to Minshew. Okay. Uh, Justin Herbert. Yes. Okay. That was a test. That was the, a test. The pause scared yeah. me. <laughs> Baker, Baker Mayfield. Yes. Well, hold on. Now Scott, we're talking. Scott, Scott, Scott. <laughs> if you... I'm sorry, I can't get past this. If your answer is yes to Baker, why are you even negotiating uh, with Daniel Jones? Just don't. No, no. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott's money. <laughs> Good job, Scott. Appreciate it, buddy. There you go. That's my point. I'm not entirely sure, Scott. Giant fans are not sold on Daniel yes Jones. No yeah, but he, he went from ride or die. You called him out, which I thought was great. And then he's dying, like he's or not riding. He's yeah. throwing him off the motorcycle. Well, he did say no to Gardner Minshew. Oh yeah, but he said yes to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's right. Baker Mayfield will cost you a third potentially of what Daniel Jones is going to cost. Oh you. yeah, I'm with you on that. And you know what's ironic about that? No. Do you remember what Baker said about Daniel Jones? Uh he said, "I'm no Daniel Jones." I think he took shots at Jones after he was drafted. Look it up. Like Mayfield, yeah, but he was drafted ahead of him. Why no, no, they, they, the shots? they were in different draft classes, obviously. Baker was one year ahead of Daniel. I forget the reason, and, and you'll find it because you're looking it up. Mayfield took some shots at Daniel Jones. Oh, here we go. I do have it. Go ahead. So uh, GQ 2019. So this is the year Jones is the drafted. G yes. Mayfield's yes. been in the league for one year. Go ahead. Um, qu I'm quoting now, and before I finish the quote, there is an aftermath to it. I have that as well. Here's the quote of the time, though. I cannot believe 
the Giants took Daniel Jones. It blows my mind. (laughs) Some people overthink it. That's where people go wrong. They forget you got to win. Oh, I love this guy. It's my guy. Took a shot. That is a shot. And then he backtracked, didn't he? Didn't he apologize? And then uh, at some point, at, at some point later on, he said, "Me and uh, Daniel Jones are great." Yeah. After I called him a loser, but that was two years after the fact. Yes. So, so, so wouldn't it be funny if Baker Mayfield comes back and replaces Jones? But truthfully, think about it. What's Baker Mayfield going to get on the open market as a free agent? Uh, from a uh, salary standpoint? He's going to get a third of what Jones gets. I think Baker Mayfield probably gets a two-year deal, right? Nothing more than that. As a why starter or a backup? I think if you uh, – it's a very good question. I think there's maybe two or three teams that would consider him a starter but a competing starter, meaning he's going to earn the job. I don't think anyone right now says he's clearly our guy – Bang, unless you think Frank Reich sees something in him and it's a reclamation hey, project, I, I can see that. I, I mean this, and I'll never be proven right because I don't think John Jones is gone. So yeah. I say this. If Daniel Jones is ever off the Giants, whether they tag and deal him, they let him walk away, the quarterback for the Giants next year is likely to beat Baker Mayfield. It just is. I don't know about likely. No, here's why but I say he's likely. on the table. Here's why I say likely. Because who else would be the quarterback? They're not going after Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. I agree. That's obvious. I don't know why they're not, but they're not. I think they well, I know would... Aaron Rodgers. He wouldn't go to the NFC, so I understand that. But one. I don't think they would go after a, like an older veteran. I think their plan would be, let's get someone who's young that we can fix. Let's get another reclamation project. Brian Dable has already proven he could do it. I'm asking just a question. So that... you want to dump Jones, that's yeah. who you're looking at, Giant fans. By the way, you know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. He's Daniel Jones ain't better. I'm not saying Baker's great. He's not, but Danny isn't better. Um, let me ask you a question. Just Go your ahead. gut. It's not going to be based on anything real. Just your gut. Mm-hmm. What does San Francisco want for Brock Purdy? Uh, Is he tradable, you think? I think he's trade. I mean, he's coming off an injury. They're committed surgery. to Trey Lance, so they gave up the world to get him. I don't know if they are anymore. Let's assume if they are. Let's assume they are. Garoppolo's gone, obviously. So you have two guys you know you can trust. You think you can trust Brock as your backup now for sure. A, I think they'd want a first-round pick. So if you're the Giants, you're picking 25th. You trade your 25th pick for Brock Purdy? No. I would. Nah. In a minute. Nah. I've, I mean, I would do that so fast your head would spin. Brock Purdy was impressive. He was also in a perfect 100%, situation. 100%. And, and that's what the opposite of what Jones was in. Jones was not in a perfect situation. Uh, if you're the Giants, and listen, you still need a lot of help. We all know that. 25th. You said they're picking 25th overall, right? Yeah, they're picking later first round. Uh, you would not trade that pick for Brock Purdy right now? I don't think so. That's crazy talk. I don't think so. It's a part of why I would bring Daniel Jones back because I don't want to start Guy using more assets. touchdowns in five games than Daniel Jones through all year. A different team, man. Different roster. Saying. You think the same result would have happened if he was the quarterback of the Giants? Probably not. Probably not? I don't know. Does Brock Purdy look pretty damn good to me? Tell you that right what now. did Jimmy Garoppolo cost via trade? Wasn't it a second round pick, a conditional two? You mean from New England to San Francisco? Yeah, the reason I bring that up is because Garoppolo did not have a lot of playing experience when he was traded. He played a handful of games. Like there wasn't a track record of him. Brock Purdy's got more of a track record. While he didn't play a lot of games, he never lost. Like he was Bill Goldberg. He was under now, eventually, I guess he technically lost the NFC championship game, but he never lost. And played reasonably well. Let's see. I think Garoppolo was a conditional two, if memory serves correct. A conditional two, you think? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find it. And Jimmy played, but not a lot. Purdy played more. Purdy was successful. It was a uh, 2018 second round pick. So it was a second round pick? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't conditional. Not conditional. According to this article, second round round pick. pick. Yeah. And that was for a guy that, you know, hadn't played. How many games did he play? Purdy would cost more. 
Purdy's the late first round pick yeah, at this point to... based on his a seven to one record but in right, success. But right now, Craig, why wouldn't you try to get Jones back on a deal that you can get out of in a few years? and continue to build the roster as opposed yeah. to using those assets to find the quarterback and not build yeah, the roster. Yeah, that makes sense, but I you, you need two to tango. I need Daniel Jones to be on board with doing that. He's and I don't know big. what kind of advice he's getting from this agent Once, who thinks he's worth $45 million. All right, Craig, let me ask you this. Giants tag his ass, okay? Okay. Non-exclusive Who's tag. tag? Non-exclusive? No, let him negotiate. So $32 million bucks if he's back. Teams treat him like toxic because they don't want to give up two first-round picks. Forget the contract. Even if it's a reasonable deal, they don't want to give up two first-round picks for Daniel Jones. He basically has no interest around the league. Okay? So now he's back with the Giants at about $32 million. Don't you think his agency at some point is going to say, all right, well, we don't want him playing on the tag. Who knows what's going to happen this year? Because, Craig, to your point, if he has a 12-touchdown season yeah. with more weapons, where's his value next year? Where is it? Yeah. So don't you think his agency would go back to Joe Shane and say, okay, let's work out some kind of long-term deal? Uh, if that happened, yeah. I think that'd be the, the, the smart thing, the prudent thing that, to do. That's sure. why the tag is a weapon. It's different with Lamar the Jackson. The tag benefits the team, not the player. Well, here's where Which it hurts. is why they put it into play. But here's where it hurts the team. You've lost all leverage with Saquon Barkley. And Barclay. it hurts you with your cap. Yeah. Well, no, because you're going to make a deal, Craig. If you're you don't, to it make, hurts you with your cap. You know what? If, if you don't make a deal, then you see what interest there is around the league and see yeah. what someone's willing to offer you. If there's not enough interest, then worst-case scenario, he's back on a one-year deal. It's not ideal, but at least you throw him out in a contract year and say, okay, pal, do it again. Uh, we're in the news, me and you, Evan. Okay. I'm reading an article here. You know you know when you – um, uh, <laughs> that's a good way to describe this one now. Is it good news or bad Oh, news? no, it, it's fascinating news oh, okay. from a po- with a positive slant to it. <laughs> um, how would I describe this? You know, like if there's uh, uh, an alleged competition, all right, and <laughs> it's almost like a David and Goliath type thing. I think I know where if one is. side just bludgeons the other side every single day, every single week, every single month, every single quarter, every single year. At some point, the story itself gets old. Mm-hmm. It's like same old, same old, right? Right. right. Unfortunately, Evan, our dominance has gotten to that level. It's boring. Where it's no longer interesting to the people that cover it for a living. Right. So my main man, Neil Best, has written a, uh, a ratings article mm-hmm. about the first month of the new ratings period. Right. Now, I mean, it's what we're doing to the competition is embarrassing. It's almost three to one, right? Mm-hmm. You would think that that might be the headline of the article. But it's not because the other station has changed, I guess, uh, their lineup again for mm-hmm. mornings or whatever. Right. So the article is about Boomer and Greg beating the other show because they added an hour. Mm-hmm. And we're like an afterthought. <laughs> because, and I'll, <laughs> I'll read it to you. Here's, they, by the way, they don't even mention the name of our show. Really? That's my only B for this. It's like, become such an afterthought. <laughs> no joke. That's funny. This is the article. <laughs> WFAN continued to hold a commanding lead between 3 and 6.30 when the station's afternoon shows overlap. (laughs) Those shows have names! (laughs) That's funny. I guess what was once a real, yo, uh, big-time news story 
names, pictures, everything. No. No. And it's only from Neil Best these days? No one else is writing about it? Uh, well, I'll have to wait and check this to see. No. I'm going to wait and check. But, yeah, I mean, that, like, can you come up with something that can compete? <laughs> Just so they can write our names in the paper again? <laughs> You're missing. Like, this is so bothersome to me. Like, our dominance is so, like, continual that our names don't even exist anymore. Wow. Which is probably a request from uh, the other guys saying, listen, we understand we're getting our asses handed to us on a regular basis. Can you not write our names in there? Our families know how to read. Yes. And this is very tricky for you because you are someone that may or may not Google News alert his own name. I don't. And if your name's not I Google mentioned. search myself. I don't, I don't have an alert, though. You don't get Google alerts? I don't right? have an alert, no. I apologize. I may have made that claim. But it claim. wouldn't come up. I may have made that claim while you were away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, said maybe. that on Friday. My apologies. Yeah, I don't, but here's the thing. Yes. We can't even get a name mention? Nah. I mean, I, I apologize. I really do apologize. <laughs> Here I thought that we, we might at least get our name in the paper today. But it's such a continual uh, beatdown that we can't even get name recognition anymore. Well, there's a way to get your name in the paper, but I don't think you want to do it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't live in Boston. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, of though. course I did. We've been two and a half years. I know what you think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. Hey, can you get me Neil Best on the phone? <laughs> I just a little name, a little name, a little name recognition. You know what Neil did, though, on Friday, right before CP the Franchise filled in for you? He wrote a feature about him. Yeah, CP the Franchise yeah. does one show, and he did a very good job. He gets a feature. He gets a full-page uh, featured article. <laughs> did, yes. I can't get my name in the damn paper. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man, that must suck if you're on the losing side of that. That it's become such a beatdown. That it's like, it's not even worthy of a, of of he, uh, more than a line in this story. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, yeah, now we know it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens a lot. It's every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every book. I was so, so upset, though. <laughs> Man, can't you at least have said, you know, Carton and Roberts? Yeah, just you didn't once. mention the other show. That's right. <laughs> not that there is one, because when your numbers are that low and you don't, it's not like you don't exist. It's like the wind blowing sometimes. <laughs> was that the wind blowing? No, that was just the other radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the best part. Our commercials beat their best hour. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Neil. Appreciate, appreciate it, buddy. I think it's time he write a feature on you. He's written a feature no, about everybody. I've had everybody. enough features written on me because every time they write a feature, they have to go back in the past. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, all right. Nobody take likes that. to write about just the last year. It's always five years ago. All right, fine. I take that back. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to write a story about the two men in New York radio. <laughs> right. Who've been number one in both uh, mornings and afternoons. Oh, I then mean, you'd be okay with feel it. Feel free to write that story. I'll sit down for a long-form interview if you want. <laughs> me and Howard right next to each other. You think Howard would agree Howard, with Howard, what was it like when you did it? What was it like when you did it? <laughs> Howard, what do you think of Craig's success? What do you think he'd say? <laughs> Craig, who? Exactly right. Exactly right. That's too funny. Anyway, thank you, Neil. It's very kind of you to write about the success <laughs> of this great radio station. You may have mentioned only one show here. It was number one on the Barrett list, though. <laughs> anyway, just messing around, having a good time.
Here's uh, Petey in Marlboro, New Jersey. Pete, what's up? How are you, buddy? I'm waiting for uh, the man to stick his head out of the uh, hole and see if he sees his shadow. Is that man uh, Parks Tony Aaron? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I just don't get this guy. I mean, Me either. You, you know, so we're going to be sitting. What happens when he says, uh, no, you know, I want to go with the Raiders. I, I, I wish he would. Because yeah. then it would stop all this garbage about him coming yeah, to the Jets. Yeah, but Pete, here's the deal. You yeah. know, you and I both, in my opinion, you and I both know how this is going to play out. Yeah. He's going to come out of this silly retreat of his, and that's going to be a story, right? Bang, he's out on McAfee again. Oh, I'm out of the retreat. Uh, have you made up your decision? I think so. Are you going to announce it this week? No. I need some more time <laughs> to contemplate it. The dude loves the attention. He does. Exactly. And that's why he's going to want to play in New York City and not Vegas. Well, in the NFL, you get attention wherever you are. It's global. Don't I think you it. get even more attention than when you're in New York. I don't know about it. I think we think that because we're here. I think I could give you but, 30 but, examples but, that belie but that. Pete and Craig, I ask you this. What's the rush? Like, why do we need to know today what he's going to do? Because even Derek Carr's brother, David Carr, said the other night on NFL Network... Derek's going to take his time. This is going to be a long process. So we don't even have to worry about the timing of going after Rodgers could make somehow you miss on Derek Carr. So if we know that, we got all the time in the world. Let's put our feet up. Let's relax. Let's have a cold one. Yeah. Let's enjoy the process. Yeah, but here's the problem with that. As uh, Pete will say, and you you know in your heart, Evan. What's that? We are on, we're at a crossroads as a franchise because we suddenly have talent here. Yeah. Like for a long time... The argument, rightfully so, was, eh, not the best talent, you know, top to bottom. Right. We have a legitimate top six or seven defense, which should only get better with more experience, right? We have three, two for sure, maybe three, legitimate young wide receivers who are exciting to think of, right, with a real quarterback, right? Yes. And also, we're right there. Like, we haven't been right there like this in a long time. I, I don't disagree, but what's the rush then, I guess, is what I'm trying to figure out from you guys. The it's, Maybe rush is the word I'm, I'm objecting to. Okay. I don't trust the process of we're playing, pardon this reference, we're playing a game of poker, and I trust that the guy representing me at the poker table is the best player at the table. Well, what does I that love mean? Joe Douglas. You don't trust Joe Douglas? I do. But there's only two guys right now that I know guarantee me the playoffs and maybe a legit run. Right. And those two guys are Aaron Rodgers, and he's first. He's the ace of spades. And I got Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is the queen of hearts. Right. And that's how I view them, okay. right? And I'm like, man, if I can lock in the queen, don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered, and I can lock in the queen of hearts, I'm locking that I, bad boy up. I don't think up. you're looking at it the right way anymore. Maybe, maybe not. Derek Carr is not signing this weekend. He's not signing tomorrow. If you made him an offer, he would. He's not. No, but he's not deciding. I don't want to wait for some other team to come up and go, I'll take their yeah, car. Hold on, hold on. He's not signing anywhere. So allow Aaron Rodgers to go through his process. Uh, based on my math as a Rodgersologist, I think he went into the silent room, the quiet room on Saturday. And since it's a four-day process, he's coming out tonight. Aaron Rodgers is coming out of his hole some point today. Then he's going to go on vacation with his girlfriend, and he's going to have a lot of fun. And God bless him. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, bro? Yes. God bless him. By the way. that What? A lot of fun? Yeah, I think they can have a lot of fun. Okay. She's already having fun. She's already on vacation. As a Rogersologist, I know this. Okay, good. Okay? Nice. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers is going to come back on Pat McAfee's show, because he doesn't leak this stuff out, and he's going to say, I've made a decision, Pat. And then he's going to tell us. Yeah. We don't have to rush it. 
Let's all enjoy ourselves. Let's all have a good time. Let's all think about the prospects of Aaron Rodgers as a Jet. If he's not a Jet, okay. Derek Carr is a Jet. But this is not a big deal. We don't have to freak out like, Mama, tell me today. Daddy, tell me today. Like, you're a petulant child, Craig. Yeah, I want to know now, and I want to get it done. I want to move on. I want my quarterback locked in. I want to move into New Jersey. I want the house closed on or the condo rented. I want to know the kids are good, where they're going to school. I want him fully immersed in New Jersey. I want him eating lasagna every night at a Summit New Jersey restaurant. He could stay at my place a couple nights if he needs to while he's finding a place to live. I want it done. I want it in. I want the playbook in his hands. I want off-season random, non-mandatory workouts with the guys. Let's go. You said something. I need to push you on something. Yeah, guys. You just offered, very nice of you. Very yeah. nice of you. You offered Derek Carr your home. Yeah. Make that same offer to Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead. Can't do that. What, excuse me? Can't do it. You won't offer your beautiful home to A-Rodge for a night or two? Nope. He may bring a friend. I'll tell you why. Oh, Mallory's coming? <laughs> yes. Now, now. And I'll tell you why. Now. I've got children. Yeah. And as much as they think it'd be great that uh, Aaron is staying at the house, no. He's the crazy Uncle Aaron. Because here's what happens. One day, Anthony comes to me. He's like, Dad, this 9-11's bullcrap. I'm like, excuse me? He goes, Aaron told me all about it, and he made a lot of good points. The earth is flat. There's uh, lizard people living under the ice in the Antarctic, and uh, the true underwater town of Atlantis is actually in the Sahara, not in the Bahamas. That's a fair point, but how about this? You once told me a story about how some of your family members yeah. watch sporting events and cuss. Is that not true? Of course. Oh, they curse, do they? That's right. What's going to happen We're when a Derek... cursing family. Oh, you're a cursing yeah, family? damn right we oh, are. Oh, this is a problem. What's going to happen when Derek Carr confronts a family member yeah. and says, excuse me, I know this isn't my home, yeah. but cursing is not appreciated around the car. Well, I would not curse around his children. Well, no, him. Okay, but They're if he... They're sleeping. Had, like, I tell you what, like, if me and Derek were up late one night, and we're watching, oh, I don't know, American Idol, because mm -hmm. it's what guys do. Of course. And I'm like, son of a bitch mother. <laughs> Can you believe they got the golden ticket? He's like, Craig, I'm sorry. Like, I don't appreciate the cursing. The door's right there, pal. Wow. You're going to basically tell Derek, get the hell out of my home? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I curse in my house. You're going to ruin the whole Derek Carr recruitment. And yeah. you won't even invite Aaron Rodgers to spend the night. And then I eat fat-free Feet Newtons. Because that's what she makes You me. invited Zach Wilson over for a barbecue. I did. And you won't invite Aaron Rodgers over for a prospective dinner? No. What kind of team player are you? I am a team player. Are you? Yeah. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Wh why? Aaron Rodgers is a nut train wreck. He's a great football player. I agree. I like, want Derek Carr. Period. Stop. He is a great Football player. Yes. You agree with that, right? Of course I do. So then take the cot out, all right? Put some sheets on it so you can sleep there. Yeah. And Aaron can sleep in big bed. Well, who's he sleeping with? Whoever he wants. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I only have that 132-inch uh, screen. That might be a down thing for him. <laughs> Although he doesn't seem like a guy that watches a lot of TV. He's probably reading a lot of books. Yeah, he don't believe in TV. A lot of book reading from A-Raj. Well, I'm a book guy. You I mean, can, I, I, it's been a while, but I like reading books. You can guys can start a book club together. Oh, uh, yeah. Me and Aaron Rodgers' book club. That'd be great. That'd be a podcast. You'll be, you'll be talking about Flat Earths. I, by the way, I told you I saw a video last night <laughs> of go. a commercial pilot from Delta. Yeah. The guy's been a pilot for over 30 years. He's been a commercial pilot for Delta for 31, uh, 21 years, pardon mm -hmm. me. Right? And a guy's filming him. Now, maybe it's a put-on. Maybe it's obviously they're having fun. They're, they're in on it together. But the guy goes to the pilot, you know, what are your you know, specs? He goes, I've been flying like I just said, right? And he goes, 
Just want to you know, as a guy that spends his life 30,000 feet in the air, is the earth flat around? And the guy, is, he goes, excuse me? He goes, it's flat. <laughs> Who thinks otherwise? Right. Like he was incredulous that anyone would suggest the earth is round. This is why you can't fly Delta. <laughs> All right? And for that, I mean, that guy belongs on Spirit Airlines, you know, <laughs> flying those of us that can drop $29 for a round-trip flight to Florida. <laughs> Like he said it like, are you joking me? What a dumb question Who that could is. possibly think it's round? <laughs> and then I had somebody today at lunch say to me that those uh, pictures we've seen of Earth from like the moon and satellites and whatnot, where it looks like that beautiful blue marble, yeah. that those are all artist renditions. They're not actual photographs. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. So maybe it is a good Cuckoo. idea that Aaron Rodgers doesn't come over because I could see these discussions being asked. If Aaron Rodgers comes over, I guarantee you that one offseason, he and I are trekking in the Antarctic trying to find lizard people under the ice. <laughs> yeah, I think that it. would definitely happen, and I would not come back a sane individual. No, you're right. Aaron, I think I found him <laughs> over here, matey. Yeah. Now, I admit this Aaron Rodgers stick of him will go bad after a while, no but for a year or two? I think we have a good time. Well, you better win a Super Bowl in that year or two. Listen, of course. Or else it's a waste of everyone's uh, time. Isn't it the same thing with Justin Verlander being here? It's a waste of time if they didn't win a World Series, I mean, right? Probably, uh, to a lesser extent, but yeah. No, not to a lesser well, extent. The, I you say that because it's not just on Verlander. You're right. And look, it's not right. ultimately just going to be on Rodgers. you got best of five, a best of seven, etc. I get that. A lot of it's going to be on Rodgers. But when you sign guys who are Hall of Famers at the end of their career, you're not doing it to sell some tickets. Yeah. You're doing it to win a championship. So, yeah. Like I just experienced, it's a waste of time if you don't win. But don't be afraid of the bar being too high. Don't be afraid of the expectations. Yeah. Oh, you afraid of the expectations, Greg? Uh, afraid? No, I just know we're not going to live up to them. I'm not afraid of How them. How do you know that, though? Based on history, just based on 54 years, is that it? I'm a Jet fan. Okay, no, I And agree. I saw Aaron Rodgers play last year. But that doesn't mean you don't swing. That guy swing. ain't winning a title here. That doesn't mean you don't swing for the fences. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't gamble anymore. Maybe that's what it is. That's possible. I've matured. I've grown up. I want the sure thing, Derek Carson. I do. I do agree that that is more of a gamble. I do agree. Of course it is. Yeah, because it's a shorter period of time. Yeah.